Welcome to Creep Time with Silas Dean. Today we are getting into the story of Amy Lynn Bradley. A lot of people are really familiar with this case because she's commonly known as the young woman who seemingly vanished while on a cruise ship with her family. I can admit that I took the angle on this from the headline of the story that the logical explanation was that she had probably gone overboard but her remains were never found. But there are some complexities to this timeline and there are some details that we'll learn that would suggest that something else could have happened to her the morning she went missing. We're gonna get into all of this and I'm gonna give you a play-by-play -play of the days leading up to her disappearance and some of the theories about what may have happened to her while she was aboard that ship. But before we get started, if you could give a like, a comment, and subscribe below, that will really, really help support Creep Time. It will help support me as the content creator, and you can also turn on notifications if you don't want to miss a beat with Creep Time. And if you haven't already, and you want to follow me on socials, I have tons of extra creepy content on there. You can use the links that are down in the description. All right, let's not drag this out. We're gonna get right into this. So who exactly was Amy Bradley? On March 21st in 1998, 23-year-old Amy Bradley and her family, including her mother, her father, and her 21-year-old brother, embarked on a cruise to the Caribbean that was set to be kind of the trip of a lifetime. This was a really tight-knit family. They all hailed from Virginia, and Amy had just finished up her college degree where she is studying physical education with hopes that she was gonna pursue a master's in sports psychology. She was especially close with her brother. They were described more as best friends than siblings. Which is why when Amy's father was able to get these tickets for the cruise, Rhapsody of the Seas, it seemed like the perfect family getaway. You know, they could all be together and just enjoy a beautiful trip. But over the course of four days, things would take a very sinister turn on this trip and this family would hit tragedy like you couldn't imagine. So to give you some context, the cruise itself was poised to set sail from Puerto Rico going to Aruba with more than 2,500 passengers. This was considered a luxury cruise liner. It was complete with dining experiences, entertainment, and, and nightlife. So you can imagine the panic that someone would feel if a family member had suddenly gone missing on a ship of this size. How seriously overwhelming that would be to try to find them. So on the 23rd of March, this is a couple of days into the stay, the family is set to go to this sort of formal dining experience, right? It's a black tie event, and Amy in particular is getting a lot of looks and a lot of commentary on how she's dressed. She's getting compliments from guests, she's getting compliments and admiration from crew members. This is really important context to the story because it plays a bit into the theory that Amy didn't simply go overboard or disappear off the ship. Something happened to her from someone. So the family enters the dining area, and the cruise actually has a staff photographer who's there because it's a formal event, so Amy and her brother end up getting a few pictures together before joining their family for dinner. But while they're having dinner, Amy is actually approached by a waiter who says that there are several crew members who want to talk to her, and they want to see if they can maybe take her out tonight to a bar on the mainland that would be off the ship because the ship is docked. She senses that something is off here. You know, she's been noticing that she's kind of been watched by different crew members over the last couple of days. So she gets a bad vibe and she ultimately declines the offer and kind of notes the exchange to her family who agree that it was a little strange and probably not the best idea that she would go off the ship with complete strangers. So after they finish up dinner, her and her brother decided they want to go to the main deck to the nightclub area. So they kind of say goodnight to the parents and they just decide they're gonna follow up dinner with some fun. There are of course several of the crew members who are in attendance at this nightclub area and there are band members who are reportedly 
pursuing Amy and trying to dance with her throughout the night. But as things got a bit later, her and her brother eventually do leave the nightclub area and they return to the cabin at roughly 4.15 in the morning. They're kind of chatting on the balcony that's outside of their room. Amy's having a cigarette and her brother and her are talking when her brother decides at around 4.30 a.m. he's gonna go back inside so he can go to sleep, but Amy's gonna stay outside so she can finish her cigarette. The next sort of timestamp in this story is that right around 5.30 in the morning, Amy's father wakes up and he looks to the balcony where he sees Amy and she's asleep in one of the deck chairs and he notes that the balcony door is closed. He then drifts back to sleep. This would be one of the last reported sightings of anyone ever seeing Amy again. Her father then wakes up again at around 6 a.m. and looks to the balcony again, but now the balcony door is open and Amy is gone. What was odd was that he went out to the balcony and noticed that her cigarettes and her lighter were missing, but her shoes were still there. What happened to her in that 30 minute window? We don't really know. So, strangely enough, the family doesn't really panic at first. I mean, her brother saw her at 4.30, her father saw her at 5.30, and they just assumed that maybe she left the room to grab a snack or a drink. So they head up to the main deck to look for her, but she's nowhere. But then they start to check some of the main common areas of the ship, they're checking the dining areas that would be accessible at this hour, and this sort of deep feeling of panic is starting to set in because she didn't tell them she was going anywhere, and she's been gone now for several hours. So the family alerts the crew, and they do alert the captain, who does make an announcement over the speakers, asking Amy to report to the service desk. But no one ever shows. This then gives way to the conversation that Amy could have gone overboard, but here's the reason that that's improbable. Amy was a highly trained swimmer. She was actually a lifeguard and a swim instructor. And where the ship was at this point was pretty shallow, and it was relatively close to the mainland, so the assumption was that if Amy did go overboard, she would at least be able to tread water, catch someone's attention, or even swim to the mainland to get help. And yet no one had seen her, and no one had heard her. Even a search of the surrounding waters turned up no evidence to support the idea that she had gone overboard. It was now more than likely that she was still on that ship. But where was she? The situation then becomes more complicated because if we could assume that Amy was still on the ship, we could also assume that she was being held there by someone. Her mother immediately ties this back to the odd behavior and the pursuits from the crew just the night before, but the captain will not concede to this idea. The notion that Amy is somewhere on that ship being held against her will but then the situation becomes even more dire. The cruise ship is set to dock this day and allow passengers to get off onto the island. If Amy was on that ship and being held against her will, this would give that person the window to smuggle her off in the mix of 2,500 passengers. Her family is kind of pleading with the captain not to dock this ship because if they do and they allow those people off, they may never see Amy again. But he refuses, as he can't break the protocol of the docking schedule, so he does dock the ship, and they allow all of those people to get off, regardless. The captain then refocuses on searching the ship now that it's mostly emptied, but they're still not turning up any evidence that Amy's on board, so he then reapproaches the conversation on whether or not it could be possible that Amy may have intentionally jumped overboard, but her family refuses to believe this idea. There was nothing to suggest that Amy had any intention of taking her life on that ship, and to play into it was to ignore that something was going on here. 
Something was happening with this crew and those odd pursuits towards Amy. So here's where things become even more alarming. Now remember, there had been no formal announcement that Amy was even missing yet. The captain had only made an announcement and called for her to report to the service desk. But while the family is searching for Amy, one of the band members who was at the nightclub just the evening before actually approaches the brother and says that he's sorry to hear that Amy's missing. But again, Amy had not been reported missing yet. At least not outside of the captain, and there's been no formal announcement made, so suddenly a flag is raised as this person seems to know something that hasn't even been declared yet. This would also be an exchange that this band member would go on to deny ever taking place. So the search continues throughout the ship, and they're turning up nothing. And this ship is only going to be docked here for about four more hours at this point, so the family is kind of faced with this decision, right? Do they stay on the mainland and search for her there? Or do they stay on the ship and search for her on board? So the family decides to stay on the island because they believe if she was taken, she was most likely taken off of that ship. So they watch the cruise liner sail away without them and leave them behind, and they end up contacting the FBI. From here, the FBI does get involved, and they actually go directly to the cruise liner and to the captain, and what they conclude is that a thorough and proper search of the ship hadn't even taken place. And at this point, valuable time had been lost, critical time had been lost. The captain had refused to make any sort of formal announcement over the intercom on the ship, as he was fearful this would upset the guests. At this point, the case is taken seriously, and word is starting to spread throughout the cruise liner. This is when we get some of the eerier developments of the case, and we get some concrete evidence to support that Amy might have been taken. Those photos that we were talking about, the formal ones that were taken of Amy and her brother when they went to the dinner just the night before, had somehow been deleted from the public gallery. We don't know by who, and we don't know why. After investigators looked a bit deeper into this, they found that no other passenger photos had been deleted, just the pictures of Amy. We also end up getting two separate witnesses who come forward in a panic saying that they had seen her with that band member the night before at the nightclub. We also end up getting confirmation of this from promotional footage that was taken of the dance floor on the night that Amy went missing. Although it would be a year before this footage is even reviewed in this case. We also get a witness who claims that at around 5.45 a.m., this would be within that 30 minute window of when Amy's father woke up and saw her on the balcony at 5.30, and then she was missing at 6 a.m. This witness claimed to see her outside of the cabin. And coincidentally, this witness also claimed that they saw Amy with this band member. They said that they saw them go up a set of stairs together and then after a little while, he came down alone. But of course, when he was questioned, he denied all this and it's all hearsay because there's no evidence that could link him to the disappearance and there are no cameras. So if we jump back, remember, the family is still searching for her on this island. Right? So they're working with the police, and they're following a number of unsettling leads. One of which would be a witness who was actually a cab driver who claimed that when the cruise ship docked, a woman had gotten off and came frantically running towards the cab, asking where the nearest phone was. Another would be Amy's brother, while on the island searching for her, he claimed that he could hear her voice screaming in the distance from inside a vehicle, but they were never able to find out where it was coming from. None of these leads would end up with any findings on Amy's disappearance. To their horror, this family now believed that not only was Amy taken, 
but she was probably trafficked. So after three days of searching in the surrounding waters, they call off the search because they can find no additional evidence of remains or anything to support that she had fallen overboard. And after four days, the family ends their search on the island and ends up flying back to the US so they can pursue the search with the FBI. Sadly, this is just about the end of the road for the search for Amy. But then we would end up getting some alarming eyewitness accounts on the island. Months later, in August of that year, there were two Canadian tourists who were on the beach of this island, and they claimed to spot somebody who matched the description of Amy. They said that it was a woman who fit her profile, who was being walked down the beach with two men on either side of her. They also claimed that when she noticed that they were English speakers, she started running towards them and what looked like was trying to point out tattoos on her body. These were also tattoos that would match Amy's description, but this was just before she was pulled away by the two men who were walking with her, and the tourists never saw her again. It was never confirmed if this was or wasn't Amy, although the witnesses who saw her claimed that she was an exact match to Amy's picture. Then, just after the new year, in 1999, a man who was on the island encountered a woman at a brothel who claimed that she was being held there, needed help, and that her name was Amy. He claims that when she said that, she was quickly sort of ushered away by a man at the brothel, and this man who was at the brothel eventually does report this incident to the police, especially once he learns of the story of Amy on this island. But by the time police pursue this brothel, it's completely abandoned. There is no one there. Also unconfirmed if this was really Amy. Since the 90s, there have only ever been a few other witness testimonies of sightings that seem to fit the profile of Amy on this island, although her family still believes that she's out there somewhere. They believe that she was taken from that ship, and that she has been held captive on that island and hidden for more than 20 years. As recently as 2017, the FBI is still pursuing this investigation as there is a considerable amount of evidence to support that Amy didn't just go overboard, but Amy was captured on that ship and still remains on that island alone. And to this day, her disappearance is unsolved. All right, that is all for now. Make sure that you leave me a comment below and talk to me a little bit about this case and what your theories are. I do find it really strange that with all of this compelling witness testimony, there hasn't been a larger effort to search this island. To me, there's a lot of evidence to support the idea that Amy could still be there and she could be alive. But even if that's not the case and we've just got this one completely wrong, it still doesn't really add up what exactly happened to her. If we do lean into this theory that Amy simply went overboard and the remains were never found, the one caveat I have is that glass door, that balcony door, it was closed when her father woke up and when he re-woke up at 6am, it was opened. I don't know, that's pretty suggestive to me that Amy probably came back inside that cabin and then left the room for whatever reason. And as always, if you have suggestions for cases, stories, or other pictures that you want me to cover, make sure to comment below and I will catch you on another creep time.